Hey there. Welcome to the in-between. Take two. Again. <laughs> That's Guys. right, Woodchuck Chuckers. It's <laughs> Groundhog Day. We, we, we had a little mishap. So this is... If, if any of this feels disjointed, it is simply because we forgot whether or not we said it. <laughs> we've already we've already recorded this once and it didn't take. So yeah, here we are doing it again. Man. But yep. <laughs> I'm gl- but we're here. It's the same day and and you out there in the podcast sphere are listening to it when it's released. No big deal. That's right. So it's not a big deal to you. Goodness. Um and so I I remember we kind of uh jump we jump in with hey we've got kind of a shorter time of teaching yeah we do for this coming sunday since it is christmas eve that's right so we're gonna have uh communion we're gonna have candle lighting we're gonna have songs uh chris has about 15 minutes of of talking and um chris do you remember uh, i remember you saying like at least asking the question about the direction. Do you want to come yeah, hit we on had, that? When, when we had talked about that earlier, like, so the, one of the unfortunate things about the first time at, at not recording for some reason is it was actually kind of exactly what we hope these meetings are, which is, you know, we get to really unpack and discuss what the serve, what, you know, what the Sunday experience is going to be and what we want to do with that. And so, uh, anyway, so we're, uh, you know, we're going back to look at that, but we, I wasn't literally what until this morning wasn't even for sure what the plan looked like for that the event. Like, was it going to be, you know, how long was I going to be speaking and that kind of stuff out of our 45 ish minutes. So what does it look like, Colson? Yeah. What's it going to be like? So we'll have a song and then we'll have a welcome. No announcements. You're welcome, Paul. Who's not going to be here. Yeah. Right. We, we can't have announcements because Paul's not going to be here. Yeah. Right. Why, why would we do announcements if Paul's not here? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. And then we'll have a couple of songs. We'll uh, we'll pass out the elements during those songs. Or sorry, we'll have people go and get their own elements during those songs. Oh, we're gonna have them up out yes. that way. Okay. Okay. Excuse me. We're we're actually gonna try something this time. We didn't talk about this last time. Yeah. Um, but uh, we've done it before. Where we've had the four corners mm-hmm. of people. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna do two songs, and we're gonna like let. The sections go per like, song, per song, like you know, they like the outside sections are going to go on the first song, and then the inside sections are going to go on the second song. Okay, and we're going to see how that goes. Okay, I like it. So it's going to be. Are we going to do stuff. the thing like we can actually say that? Like, okay, and now mm-hmm. section two. So that's what Colson's going to be doing. Nice. He doesn't have any other responsibilities. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. So, so we're gonna do that. Then we're gonna then we're gonna take the elements. Chris, my it was my. I think we ought to go based on other demographics. Uh, no. like youngest first. Okay, oldest, women, tallest, and then tallest, tallest, tallest to would shortest. Be great. Yep. Um, that's a most good one. to least attractive. Yes, that would be good. We're not doing this. Well, uh, sorry, I'll do a different <laughs> thing be... per section. I'll do a different. Yeah, so this exactly. section over there, stage left, my right. <laughs> Everyone, be make fun sure to say know. it. Don't point. Yeah, yeah. That I'd be, be, I'd be interested that. to know how many people know what stage left is. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Upstage, well, we're downstage. Gonna f- we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out. No ideas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. But then after, so we're gonna do uh, the first couple sections on O Come O Come Emmanuel, and then the second section, okay. or sections. I heard the bells on Christmas Day. 
Okay. Okay, and then we're gonna do Which I heard two the bells two on minor things. Those are both. I heard the bells on Christmas Day. That was definitely minor. Minor. Yep. Yes. Oh come, oh come. In. That one is two. Uh. Can be. Yeah, we're pl- we're playing it in E minor. Mm-hmm. Oh come, oh come, Emmanuel. Yep. No, oh come, oh come, Emmanuel is. Sorry, my yep. bad. My bad. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then we do Little Town of Bethlehem. No, no. Nope. Then another. we're doing. Then we're going to take the elements. And then we're going to do Away in a Manger in a minor key. <laughs> no, <laughs> that would sound strange. So we're going to do. T- we're going to take the elements. Chris, would you lead people in taking the elements, or should it be someone else? Um, I certainly can. Sure, that's fine. It's not it. Yeah, I mean, Paul won't be there, so I yeah. can totally do that. Okay, then we'll have a prayer, and then away in a manger. Not in a minor key. No, Currently, wouldn't that be not fun? Even a little bit. And then we'll have message, and then we'll do silent night. And so you will kind of like. My assumption is, yep, you will wrap it up into silent night as you get, like, do the Christ candle. Okay, perfect. And then we light the can that the candles from the Christ candle, and then we pass it back. Yeah, that's going to be. So I'm going to start, and I'm going to reference the peace, um, like what gives us peace. Okay. So I'll start with some peace conversations, and we'll light the all four candles up to peace, and then we will. Then from there we'll do the um. Uh, the rest of the discussion, and then we'll end with the Christ candle, because that's how we're ending, right? Yes, yep. that's correct. End with the Christ candle and get the word around, and get the fire. It only, only takes, takes a spark. So we'll start singing. No, we won't. <laughs> it only takes a sp- oh, and that, the funny thing is it actually fits perfectly with Silent Nights. It's like, row, row, row your boat. You can kind of sing. Oh my gosh, it, it really does. Could we, could we do it in rounds then? We should. <laughs> <laughs> what is that noise? That's not John beating his head against the microphone, is it? Oh, wait. It is exactly it that. It is that. I'm really Kidding. glad this isn't a riveted um, microphone. So, that being said, Chris, <coughs> when you were talking about the message itself, yeah, remind me kind of what, do you remember kind of what the initial question was? Well, it was, it was really like was what like. what direction or? Yeah. Well, I, we got another. I uh, have a clear oh. direction. We got another question after yeah, this one. Yeah, that's right. Like the, Someone asked about the December 25th thing. They were a little. Shaken. Uh, shaken, good word. Yeah, I think I think they were a little shaken at the fact that that um, I had so flippantly referenced that Jesus was not born on December 25th. How dare you? And so, uh, so we're going to unpack mean? that a little there bit. Not, there could have been more wise. That's exactly. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, exactly. one, one thing at a time, one please. Piece of cognitive distance. Goodness. Sorry, um, sorry. Go didn't ahead. even didn't even break out the stone manger. The stone this manger time. yet? Yeah, come on. I was actually going to. That's going to come out. No, uh, don't do it. It's just too much. <laughs> Let's break everyone's brain. I know it. <laughs> and not only that, but Joseph probably wasn't a carpenter. <laughs> no. Okay. And um, and all of you, it's not pajama day. You all just look <laughs> like idiots. Oh wow. That's I'm trying it's to take the choice. I'm I'm decided. I'm definitely doing the Christmas you got, sweater. You got to get like a Wookie onesie or something. Oh my gosh, I have a Christmas onesie. I've been tempted by the Wookie can onesies. You, you got to get the Wookie onesie. Can you preach in a onesie? I, yeah, absolutely. Ginger you was, can. No, last no. year Ginger vetoed the even on Christmas Day onesie. So that's mean. That's just mean spirited. <laughs> it's not like you're asking to, you know, 
wear your actual pajamas. <laughs> I was gonna say, where are you going with this? <laughs> no, you're not actually you're like, asking. Guys, guys I never. got a button-down shirt on under this. Exactly, dude. I, I have I, slacks on under this. Wookie onesies are like fifty bucks. Okay. Whoa! No thanks. That's There's a, a lot of fleece robe. A lot of mu- oh. <laughs> is there That's a only fleece Christmas robe? Well, it's Wookie. Um, oh, okay, there you go. You know, so. I don't, I don't, I'm not willing to spend the 50 bucks. It's tough. I mean, it's there's tough a $27 one, but it is man. lame. You know, the funny thing, this is, the, we're so good at this, guys. We didn't have any of these hilarious jokes. Yeah, in the none first of these service. were the first, and we've had more time service? to think about it, right? The first podcast. service, the first Sorry. podcast. Okay. The, the warm up podcast. Yeah, the warm up podcast. So, oh my gosh. that being so, <sighs> so Wookie, Wookie uh, slippers, though, are only $34. Is that all? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so. Um, you can re-gift that too. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, so what I'm going to do is focus on. I, I think so. The question was, should I unpack this? I mean, it seems like it's Christmas Eve. Is this the time to unpack the? Okay, so what day was he born? What month mm-hmm. was he? Should and we explore the genealogies? Exactly. And um, and so here's my thought. As we discussed it first time we did this podcast was the idea of emphasizing that this really happened. Mm. That we it, it happened. It really happened. It, in, it happened in time. It happened in space. We can show the location. Mm. Um, we can talk about that. Mm. We had another, by the way, a follow-up conversation I got to share with you guys. So um, Peter McLean, who I referenced, he's my friend from Scotland who yeah. found me after you know 30 years or whatever. Um, uh, I texted him. He's, he's like... But, I mean, hugely we, into uh, the numerology. No, no, no. The numerology type stuff and the okay. Jewish, the way it integrates. What were you going to say? Uh, I did, we just hadn't had any of the discussion about, you know, the um, shepherds in the fields. And like, yeah. we haven't talked about that at all. <laughs> well, you know what? If we wanted that on the podcast, we, we should have recorded, recorded the first one. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. Well, Paul's not even here, so no, Paul was here Paul this time, even... and now he's stuck in traffic behind yeah, an cool. accident. Um, uh, okay, so I said, help me out, was Jesus born in a year of Jubilee? Because that was a question. That was one of the had. questions for this morning was, yeah. what if Jesus was born in the year of Jubilee? And so he starts unpacking. I mean, he, he wrote me a book uh, <laughs> about this. So it could be that if Jesus was born in 5 or 6 BC-ish, it could mm-hmm. have been the 28th Jubilee okay. since uh, the Jubilee was established. But he's like, we really don't know for sure. Which is after every seven years? Every 49th year. 49th. So every 50th oh, so year, right. every 7th seven um, triggers a Jubilee, Jubilee year. And so we were talking about that because we were talking about when the shepherds would be in the fields. Mm-hmm. And so typically on a normal year, you would not have shepherds in the fields in the spring, but you well, we were, might have them. We were talking the about how the, the word field. Yeah, the, the, he, the Greek word field there. Didn't, uh, doesn't necessarily just mean like an open, non-treed area. Right, right. Which is, I think, what we would picture is yeah. we would picture it, the shepherds yeah. in the field would be mm-hmm. like, oh, well, they're... Of course, they're not going to be hanging out in the trees. Right. Um, right, Paul? Absolutely. Yep. He just walked in. Right <laughs> after we referenced him not being here, he walked in. Um, <laughs> just should have kept it to ourselves. Anyway, <laughs> um, Paul's been real quiet. Exactly. 
You've not been said anything yet, Paul. What, what but do you think about what we've been saying so far? Instead, the word field, well, and I'm sure you already talked about it, but we said a lot of things this morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we did. So, you know, funny we enough, we haven't in. mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's he's lying to you. Yeah, um, and I want to at least this is this is my input for all our faithful listeners uh, to be reminded that driving down Broadway is never a good idea. No, and just don't do it, especially holiday, in December. Yeah, between December, Thanksgiving. Oh my gosh! And let alone when there's an accident. So yeah. that's why I'm late. But so hopefully I do. I yeah. You're not I late. was. You're on time. You were on time at nine this morning. I was on time at nine this morning. <laughs> but I do think yeah, it's a super intriguing thing. And even when you were sending me, even the text of updating, the timeline of like what does this actually speak to? Right. Um. What is? I don't know if you already mentioned like what is the fact that it's at night, and right. that right. speaks to the fact of there's probably some considerations of when shepherds would feed. And take their their flock out at night, right? Um, that certainly limits things, especially in a desert type culture where it can get very very cold, and it wouldn't be proper to take uh, your flock out at night in a certain certain seasons of the year. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's it is very intriguing this idea of like, what is this pasture, and why are they out pasture. there at night? Pasture. <laughs> That's the word we were That's looking for. Looking for this for all the this for this morning, morning or did you want to talk about it? No, no, no. okay. Because this, this morning. morning I couldn't think of it either when we were recording. Yeah, and then we were like field with stuff yes, in it, with field in with it. animals yeah. or with plants. What so do you I didn't call know if you had already, yeah, if you <laughs> no. had said anything different or talked about pasture. that. But it came pasture. to me later. Oh, good it job. It came to Paul. me when I was driving, and I was like, "Yeah, pasture is what we're talking about." But wordology. That's Paul's strength. If it's not that, it's making making up new words. That's what I said. Wordology. It's the not the study of old words. Oh, it's the combination of two <laughs> words that make sense that, when put together, yeah, everybody right. interprets as. And it's oh always, yeah, that's what it is. And you always do it more more concinctly Con- than everybody else. <laughs> concinctly. I think you're going to say convincingly. That. It's such a better it word. Concinctly, Con- yeah. concise and concise succinct. and succinct. It's, it's such a great word. All right, mm-hmm. cool. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> anyway, so back to my friend. He <laughs> he makes the argument. Um, like he points out, for example, that it, that if if he puts the flood at two thousand four hundred and sixty BC, uh, which it's very I, specific. That's very specific. I I can't imagine that flood being that recent. I don't. I can't. That's hard for me to buy that. But I don't even. I may be misunderstanding even what he wrote. To be honest, but um, he says that based on those some of the numbers that the Bible presents, it could be that Pentecost is the fiftieth. Jubilee, jubilee. Mm. Yeah. which would be the 50th 50. Um, it would be a jubilee jubilee from the f- pronouncement of jubilee that Pentecost mm. would have been on the fit that time. So anyway, he said it's, he says we just don't, and I, I, this is what I found. And so I'm not surprised. He makes a case that it might've been, but that the truth is we can't know because we don't know exactly when Hebrew jubilees are anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they lost track of that during the Babylonian exile. Mm. So when they came back from the Babylonian exile, they had a jubilee, which either started was a new one over on or time whatever. or started new. Yeah. But keep in mind, remember part of the exile was God actually said, like, I'm going to keep you in the in exile until the land has had has its, its jubilees. Yeah, because they were unfaithful and yeah. observing. You yeah. didn't do it for the land. And so I'm going to purchase this this Sabbath for the land. Anyway, so but we discussed that because you know, we've narrowed down because of Ze- uh, Zechariah's family line that it would have to be either spring or fall, like February, March, or 
um, September, October. Mm. Um, and then we talked about how you've got to narrow down a little more, probably from a weather perspective, mm-hmm. that it's probably being outside at night right a little bit fall. later in the spring or a little bit earlier, earlier in, in the, the fall. fall. Well, and then I just sent Paul the calendar, yeah, which Rosh Hashanah, the Feast of Trumpets, um, that's Feast of Trumpets, right? Isn't that Rosh Hashanah? Yes. Um, Rosh Hashanah is in September, at the end of September, and Purim, Passover, is at the end of March. March, mm. yeah. Or at the, yeah, uh, at the end of March, something like that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah middle. It's near Easter, middle, yeah, middle of March, March, all the way to early Easter, I think. But, so again, what's wild is, one, that means Zechariah's family was probably serving in the temple mm. during those feasts on a regular basis. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but it actually would cross off a week because that wouldn't count because they all came for the big feasts. And so he would be yes. right, probably right. His family probably would serve right before or right after right one after. of those, bi- the, the, the two yeah. big, yeah. two of the big annual feasts. So again, so Zechariah's family mm-hmm. would have been back in the temple sometime around the time that Jesus was crucified. Wow. Um, but man, all these pieces. And, well, and, and then you ways. also mentioned about the shepherds. Right. And so and you it, wouldn't normally want sheep in your field at night in the spring. Right. Because they're going to be eating crops that are yet to be mm-hmm. harvested. Yeah. That'd be a terrible idea. Well, then the when you would want them is in the fall. Fall. Mm-hmm. And so the only way in that, preparation that for whole, planting. Right. Exactly. The whole thing, the only way that probably wouldn't work is if it was a year of Jubilee and they were practicing it, which I don't know that in the first right. century there's any way Israel was practicing Jubilees. They were or so faithless what, what in every other ways. I mean, you imagine. Or if one like, family was. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. an honor. And the fact that it's like, and you're not going down with accolades or you didn't yeah. clearly lose her. But yeah, someday to be like, man, thank you for that. By the way, let me tell you the story. Yeah. Knowing that they may not even Phew. know what would come of it. The yeah. other the other side of this is like kind of going back to the question of why did he, why did the angels even appear to, like what's mm. the significance of the shepherds as well? We're going to really unpack that when we get there oh, okay, in okay, February. Right. So should we, should we keep them? But it's, it is, suspense. I mean, it's more than just they were random lowly. happenstance yeah. or that shepherds yeah. were lowly. Like there's, there's more to it than that. And I will, we will spend some significant time because that's a, that's like half a day in Israel. When we're in Israel, we spend like a half day in Bethlehem. Oh, yeah. And we go really in-depth on this one. Cool. Um, I don't know if any of you guys were there the year that I was teaching on shepherds. Yeah, and then and over the Literally behind edge. me down in the valley was a shepherd. guy, a shepherd, walking one of his about a dozen sheep. sheep. Yeah, go ahead. One of his sheep walked off. Yes. <laughs> and he left the others and went and got to go find it. And he's walking with two sticks, oh, a rod, cool. and a staff. Like, I've tried to teach it, and it's like, what are y'all watching? Oh, Never mind, just watch just you're watching watch the lesson. That's <laughs> yeah, what, exactly. I'm, what I'm watching is the teaching. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure same thing, you know, they were watching when Jesus was talking about yeah, it. You're like, we made a lot you're of... You're like, I am an awesome trip planner, <laughs> exactly. am I not? <laughs> Cue the shepherd. Cue the shepherd. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> need to start paying some shepherd to be there at the same time we are moving forward. Um, anyway, so I what, what we ended up deciding was that this message, this reminder, this really happened. Is a real deal, mm-hmm. and and then we you know unpacked yesterday in the pod in the reconstructed faith podcast, which who knows when it will come out exactly, but and this morning a little bit of the, I mean, what are the other options? This you know ridiculous fiction writer who got somehow created all of this in in the mid first century and 
and these just personalities, these yeah. personas of writing, these vocabulary differences. Yeah. yeah. It's just not no. probably less miraculous. The, the story we have is probably less miraculous than what that would require. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk a little bit about that, too. And, uh, and I know we've got some people at the church who are, especially this time of the year, who come, and they're very dubious to these stories. But I don't remember if it was Dr. Craig who did this for Dr. William Lane Craig who first challenged one time asking the question, what are your other options? So if you're not going to believe this, what are yeah, your other are you options believe? to believe about this? And are they any stronger? Yeah. yeah. And and that was, you know, when we had my son Mark come on the podcast one time, he talked about the consequences of the naturalist worldview that included things like, that means you can't trust yourself because everything you believe is a product of evolution. It's not ration. It's not rationality. It's mm-hmm. not reason. It's pure evolution is why you believe what you believe. So if you're a naturalist, you shouldn't trust any of your own theories to be rational because you would have no way of knowing. Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing to you but your evolutionary requirements, and so it was like, wow! It was a he called it the um, uh, the the uh, shoot the naturalist argument for or against atheism. Um, because the problem is naturalism requires atheism, requ- yeah. <laughs> and so it's like that cancels itself out. Yeah. But that's that's you're stuck with that option, and that's always been a significant to me. So. Yeah. That's like when I read, because we've talked about this too, uh, when I read years ago in high school, um, Josh McDowell's More Than a Car- Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And being like, oh, wow, this argument, it's very convincing. And then later in college, reading C.S. Lewis's version of like, oh, you just restated that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and then also in the same time frame, going back and being like, oh, and Pythagoras. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, he, we're all ripping each other off. Like, <laughs> nobody, exactly. Nobody's done this. There's no yeah. new thought. There's not. There. No. Yeah. The, he's referencing the Lord yeah. liar, liar lunatic kind yeah. of lunatic. argument. Um, but then also where they, uh, even Pythagoras, who does state of if there is an option better, it is more ludicrous than what is rational. Right, right. Because this is the best option that is rational. Mm-hmm. Right. And again, back to that. Like, if you can put your brain to it, Ah, it's gonna take, it's gonna take a step of belief in any direction. Mm-hmm. This is the most logical step of belief. Any other steps are illogical. Didn't Turek? Isn't Frank Turek the one who recently wrote the "I don't have enough faith to be an atheist"? Yeah, conversation. Uh, I think that's. I Frank said Turek. yes very quickly because I agreed with you and thought, and then I. Yeah, so it's just a, a wild concept. That, and, I, and I have felt that way before. Like, what I have to believe or not believe begins to make very little sense to me. Anyway, so there you go. That's that's what we're going to be talking about. I think it's going to be a great Sunday. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, be so. encouraged. <laughs> and Merry Christmas. Norman Geisler wrote, God bless us, everyone. I don't have enough faith to be an atheist. There you go. Be encouraged.